my fruit tree. I put it up in, I put it up on the apron in the corner. <laughs> and these guys in the match, they saw it, and I could tell they decided like that's our finish. The fruit tree is the big finish. Really? So they left the little fruit tree in the corner of the whole match. Nice. Until people started chanting fruit, fruit tree, tree, fruit, fruit tree. tree. <laughs> and the big finish was cracking one guy over the head with the fruit tree and the plastic And all apples the plastic flew apples. <laughs> Episode 515. 515 is a show and we're still doing it. <laughs> That's we're still right. doing the show, everybody. 515 and counting. The show still exists. It still goes on. It's, it never ends. It never does. This is the show that never ends. ends. Yes, it goes on. <laughs> I'm Mike and I'm also Mike. Welcome back, Michael the Younger. Nice to be here, Michael the Elder. Michael the Decrepit. Mike and Mike on mics. <laughs> we actually had two mics last week, and we didn't make that joke. Really? Yeah. I got my. my You're fr- letting other mics on the show now? My friend Mike, who's been threatening to come on the show for I'm 10 fr- years. I'm your friend Mike. My other friend Mike. Oh You're my, my friend Michael. Fine. He finally. I let him have that one. Came on the show. And we didn't make the mics on Mike, Mike and Mike on mics. Mics what? on mics. Well, that's joke. Our, that, that's our thing, Mike. It is. Okay. He also pointed out how um, Michaels, who are born in Georgia, mm-hmm. tend to be remain Michaels, and they don't make the switch to Mike. I was going to say they tend to be better looking, but we'll... well, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> I've had several people. I'm having to make a lot of phone calls for work lately, and I've had like twice recently. People say, "Oh, I know, I know another another Mike, you know, another Mike Williams," and I'm always like, "He must be a good-looking guy." <laughs> it always gets a laugh, and then I'm like, "Why are you laughing?" <laughs> oh, I see. We're on the phone, so you can't see me. That's why you think this is funny. I understand. I understand. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of us out there, though. I'm subscribed to some email, uh, some thing, some place where I signed up for something because uh they had a sale but i never actually bought anything from them Mm -hmm. but i'm still on there and they changed the name on the account so it doesn't say the store anymore now it has has the name of the owner who who also happens to be michael williams (laughs) (laughs) and so i see these emails i'm like oh you're getting you're getting my emails that's great wait why is he trying to say oh it's that other guy like i would email you instead of just texting you right yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) are you getting my emails mike I've been emailing you a lot. And of course, cars extended warranty. There's there's Michael K. Williams, the actor, but I don't you you know, I don't have to worry about getting emails from him because he's dead. There's so many Michael Williamses out there, honestly. <laughs> there's like I'm and my dad I'm named after my dad. Oh boy. So, so my whole life has already, been like yeah. you know, has been like getting con- you know, getting confused. And we worked <laughs> for the same company for a while. Oh no. So like you know, so for many years, I get emails from my dad, and he's like forwarding me things like "This is for you," and I forward <laughs> things to him like "This is for you." This is not- <laughs> that used to happen with me and the and and the other Mike. We used to work together. Really? We would get yeah, somebody would type start typing in right. M M I, and then that autofill, and then we would get each other's emails. We used to get a lot this of this is um, for you. We used to, we used to get a ton <laughs> of a ton of collection notices, um, for like 
things that other people bought to the point that my dad had a form letter drafted <laughs> by like a lawyer to send other that's Michael like, Williamses. That's like we're yeah, like we are not the Michael Williams you're looking yeah. for. Please leave us alone, or we'll take legal action. Like he had a, they had, they had so many of them. Yeah, would come in. Somebody named Michael Williams ran for governor here in Georgia, um, maybe four or five years ago. And and I'm also a little bit in politics in Georgia. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I, I was already in, you know, my email address or my phone number would already be in like, you know, some legislators phones or, you know, different people's email inboxes or whatever. So I would start getting things people thought they were sending to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume every now and then vice versa. Sometimes I get a phone call from, you know, some state senator and he'd be like, you know, he's like, hey, Michael, and it would take me a minute to to realize like, oh, you're want to talk to the other guy. This is not my business. Yeah. What you're calling me about. And then sometimes <laughs> I get a phone call and they'd be like, oh, hey, it's, you know, so and so district, et cetera. And I was like, oh, you must be looking for the other guy. And they're like, am I? And we figure, oh, no, it is for me. You are. Yeah. You, which one of us are you meaning to call? And this particular candidate was one of the like. He was not one of the serious candidates. Like he, you know what I mean. He like he he was tra- he was trying to do the thing where like you you do a lot of um you make you do a lot of stunts to get a lot of attention. Uh-huh. Was he was he in the Green Party or one of those? No, uh, he was he was a he was a Republican. Weird things um, that. But just his gets one percent. He was the kind of guy that he's like if I do if I pull enough crazy stunts I'll get enough attention. Ah. So every week I had people like. Every week, everybody I knew would tag me in things that he was doing, and, and no! to, for like for, to be funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly every week finding about his his newest gimmick or his newest. Stunt you did not think this was thing. funny, did you? And everybody's like tagging me. Ha 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 ha! It was a very rough year. <laughs> Got old real fast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I, I I would like write back snarky emails to people that sent me stuff for him and. You know, to explain that I'm I'm not the guy you're looking for. I'm the you know I, I'm Michael Williams, the pro wrestling enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, there there's a lot of Mike Williamses out there. There a lot. There are a lot of Michael Brocks in 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 this area. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because mm. I've gotten I've gotten yeah I have I have evidence that they're they're around. Really? They're, one in particular when we went to start looking for houses. This is 15 years ago. Yeah. Like I just went ahead and pulled my own credit before even talking to a real estate agent mm-hmm. and starting to look online, yeah. right? Just to be extra careful. And I had a judgment against Michael Brock. Oh my gosh! <laughs> For like five thousand dollars, like some small claims court mm-hmm. thing that that was ob- it was obviously one of these other Michael Brocks, but it right. somehow ended up on my credit report. Oh, like wow. I have. I never got any notification. So, so that what do, what there was no, never any five thousand dollars that I didn't pay somebody. So what do you? Have but to, it was. What do you have to do to fix that? It was six thing? six years and eleven months on my credit report, so it was disappearing at the end of the month anyway. So I did it nothing. Had, it had already been there. It had been there for. Oh, I had, wow. But we were poor, so I never bothered to check my credit. <laughs> I, this is like, the first time I'd ever checked my credit in my entire life. It's like me going to the doctor. Like it's not going to be good news. So yeah. I'm just gonna. <laughs> no matter what it is, it's not gonna. The doctor's not going to be like, you know what? Surprisingly enough, you're in perfect health. Like, <laughs> you checked all the boxes. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I, no, I, it was it was dropping off of my credit at the end of that month. Like, so I just woo! ignored it. All right. <laughs> I'm like, well, this isn't worth my time. Wow. <laughs> Trying to chase this down and figure this out. Oh my gosh. It'll be gone before I get a call back from anybody. Right. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, thank you, other Michael Brocky. <laughs> <laughs> douchebag well should we do news yeah let's do news, let's do news. 
Oh, uh, correction. In correction news, I don't know why this was in your folder, Michael. This is leftover Christmas correction news. Leftover Christmas correction news? Yeah, I don't know why this is in your folder, but it was there, so I'm saying it. I have a... Hang on. Let's take a step back. I have a folder? Every every episode has a folder, but I, I usually put the... Episode number and the guest, uh-huh. uh, guest host's name. So was it. this the was this the episode we were gonna do? A oh, few weeks that ago? might be it. Is that why? At okay. the, yeah, yeah, because we were gotcha. supposed to have done one right yeah. after Christmas. Yeah, that's why it's in here. Okay, gotcha. All right, but I've already talked about it, so now I have to Aww. finish it. So. Hit, me, hit me with it. All right, so in Elf, the movie Elf, mm. you've seen this. Yeah. You don't like it, huh? Not really. Okay. Elf, Elf is very overdone. The uh, the El- the Elf. Not the elf, not Buddy, but the elf that's in charge of the the etch a sketches mm-hmm. in, in Santa's workshop, mm-hmm. played by Peter Billingsley. You know okay. Ralphie yeah. from A Christmas Story. Right. His name is not Ling Ling; it's Ming Ming. I got that wrong. I called him Ling Ling. Oh wow! Yeah. Let's get the podium out here so you can issue an apology. No, I'm just saying. I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hand- not apologizing for it. I'm just saying. I think you it's, should. It's Ming Ming. I'm going to hand you a box full of all your belongings and like. An- <laughs> There's no box big a little, enough for a little, that. A little award sticking out the side of it so you can explain how you respect all cultures and you disappointed yourself and disappointed your your your, your constituents and Yes, that was very anti elf of me. You know, that you're gonna to, you're gonna be to uh, misname poor rece- Ming Ming. Receiving counseling to better understand your impact on on underserved and underprivileged <laughs> cultures. And that you're gonna you're gonna do better for your family and undersized your also <laughs> undersized cultures because it's you're... elves. Oh boy! Technology news: Intel had a horrible quarter. You're not invested in Intel, are you, Michael? Uh, I am invested in very few things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how's that? Uh, how's that? Uh, uh, what was that thing you were shorting? Oh, the GameStop stuff. Yeah, yeah, GameStop. Still holding. Still, Still holding. holding. <laughs> Diamond hands. Yeah. Yeah. Still holding. <laughs> my uh, my AMC stock is doing well. Yeah, that was one of the other yeah. ones. That's yeah. That's good. That one I already sold a piece of to recoup my original investment. So everything is just sort of house money. At this oh, point. cool. I'm just kind of enjoying watching and seeing yeah. what it does. How did the, the GameStop uh, work out? Nah, not as well as you want. No. <laughs> not- no, it's actually, it, it turned out okay because they... um. They like they split that stock like four like they quartered it. So I have four times as many shares as I did originally. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then it's like so I had four times as many shares as I started with, and then after, you know, when they split it, it go the price goes down to like yeah, however yeah. they split it by mm-hmm. and it's increased from there. So it's like it's like just barely in the green. Okay. You know. But it was not the giant windfall everybody was hoping for. It was for some people, and there's a lot of people that think that's still like down the line. They they still think that um that there's a lot of shorted the people who are still holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in Intel, their December earnings showed significant declines in sales, profit, gross margin, and outlook, both for the quarter and the full year. Hey, <laughs> investors were not happy, sending the stock nine percent lower in extended trading. This is recently. Despite the fact that Intel did not cut its dividend, I don't know what that means. Can you explain? Um, I believe that means they didn't take a bunch of profits and split it up amongst all the shareholders. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, the financials aren't what we would have hoped 
said the CEO. <laughs> Meanwhile, Apple making its own chips. <laughs> so you know, my... transitioning yet another one of their computers like completely my... over to their own silicon. You know, I, I can empathize. My financials are also not what I'd hoped for. <laughs> also, a lot of that going around in this economy. My our heating bill here, our natural gas bill, has never started with a two. Wow. It's been under $200 mm-hmm. since we've lived here, mm-hmm. 14 years. This past month, $312. Wow. Good night. Thanks, everyone who is responsible for screwing up <laughs> the economy. Oh, man. You know, I think they think Apple's going to have a lot of problems because so much of their supply chain... Everybody's um, going to be having problems. Because yeah. so much of their supply chain is... is, is China. Like, yeah, it's China. Yeah. And like China, and like the way China's set to decline over the next ten years or so. Yeah. Um, well, they've they've they're, been they're gonna, like like you can like they think I've I've been like nerding out on geopolitics lately uh-huh. for some reason, and people really think that like Mexico like they think that we're gonna we're gonna start moving away from like every country being so interconnected with each other, and like COVID played a big role in like more countries being like we need to make more of our own stuff here. As yep. opposed to like get everything from China or these other places because we have the supply chain. That's a, the, not well, a, not a lot has to happen to the supply chain to cause big problems. Well, the the more intelligent members of, of our society were already saying that for for years right. before COVID. But right. yeah, COVID woke up the and so and so. There's a the lot of people that masses, are like, as they say. They're like the world is going to kind of transition more to like there's clusters around the world of countries mm-hmm. that all interconnect as opposed to the entire yep. globe. Yep. And that, like, they think here we're going to be in, like, a really strong position because it's, like, us and Canada and Mexico. Mexico. And it's, like, between the three of us, like, between NAFTA, uh, pretty much a lot of what we all need, we all pretty much have here. And so they think Mexico is going to become the next China in terms of, like, labor and manufacturing. Sure. And yeah, why, why shouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but just, like, you have to build out all that infrastructure. You got to actually, you got to, you got you to yeah. build the plants. Yeah. Which, like, takes, you know, however many, you know, it takes years. Well, I think is that. you know is that kind of the the thinking behind you know there's all these American or or, or companies that are building like chip factories mm-hmm. but they're all in like Arizona right. is that is is that why they're in Arizona because they're just going to be like look we're building these in 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 the United States and then they're gonna then they're gonna build a plant right across the border in well it kind of part of it is <laughs> where like, it costs them half as much is like semiconductors in particular is like there's there's levels of them. It's like there's, you know, th- th- there's a difference in the chip that like, you know, manages the timer and the clock on your coffee pot right. versus the one that's in like your phone. Yeah. You know, and these, and these different chips come from different places. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you know, there's they do want to make more of the semiconductors closer to home. Whereas where we we're making it before. But like if you, like Apple to go back to Apple, it's like a lot of their infrastructure revolves around China. Yeah. And they actually, to, their they chips to, like, are mostly made in Taiwan. But but that part of the world. But that part of the world is like you know, and it's like they have to like reposition all that. So like Mm -hmm. they think there's going to come a point where like there's like an iPhone will come out and it's like the last one for a while, really, until they can like (laughs) manufacture more of them, you know. And they got like you know Apple has like this huge war chest, so like they're you know be able to do it. Is it up to three hundred billion yet? But probably. But it's (laughs) like they they think they'll come a point where like iPhones get real hard to find because they just can't. Like there's people ordering like paint like waiting for iPhones right now that have been ordered have been bought that haven't since the, they, like the 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 fourteens that came out in the September. But they haven't yeah. like there's people buying phones right now that have not been manufactured yet. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that's how far the supply chain is behind on those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a huge problem over the holidays. So like, some, people couldn't yeah. get There's some get people out there that time like, for Christmas. There's some people out there that are like, go ahead and buy two iPhones now. Yeah. Just put them aside. Because <laughs> they're going to get hard to find. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. I don't know why I've been nerding out on that lately. Uh, in investment tips on uh, Nerdburger. No, this is, this not, is our... not investment advice. <laughs> we're, we're both we're both monkeys at best. <laughs> oh, and we're white, so we can call ourselves that. <laughs> Just to be clear, <laughs> I refer to myself as a CAD monkey because that's go. what I do at work. Even though we don't yeah. work in CAD anymore, B- BIM monkey is just hard to say. Really? Yeah. That's what I like to say about my, about the, the the work that I do is like I could tr- I, I like to tell people I could train a monkey to do it if I could find a way to relate the material. Yeah. <laughs> if I could find a way to like take bananas and make it make sense. I could train a monkey to do what I do. But until they figure out how to relate the material, I've yeah. got some job security. There. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, uh, people with the intelligence uh, of monkeys, it's time for an update on this one. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You are worthless, Alec Bowen. You failed in every way, and now my stock in you has fallen. Rust, assistant your director, Darwin, and account of shooting Bowen. contradicts That's Alec Baldwin's, according to a deposition. Oh, yeah. He's getting indicted, isn't he? Yeah. Two counts of uh, uh, some kind of homicide, manslaughter, something or other. Yeah. The first assistant director who copped to negligence in the shooting death of Helena Hutchins told authorities no one person owns all the blame for the onset incident. In a deposition, Dave Halls said the shooting was caused by a tragic series of mistakes. His account appears to differ from those given by other parties involved, including Mr. Baldwin. So who who was it that was shot in this scenario? It wasn't like the other actor in the no, scene. No, no. Right? Helena Hutchins was the director of photography. It's like why were like why was the gun pointed at the director he of was, photography? Because he first was screwing place. around and yeah. being unsafe and doing stuff That's... he wasn't supposed to. And there's actual there's video. There's yeah. footage of or I don't know if it's film or video, but mm-hmm. there's footage of him pointing the gun at her and pulling the trigger. Even though he said he didn't pull the trigger. Right. But That's why I, they indicted him, because there's so much evidence right. pointing to like his, I, Alec Baldwin's malfeasance. Like, you imagine this, if if the situation were that they were filming a scene, and it tur- somehow a real gun was put in his hand, and in the course of well, the scene... Well, they are real guns. Hang on. In, 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 hang on. If the situation <laughs> was... Uh-huh. That a gun was put in his hand, and in the course of filming the scene, he pointed at another actor and pulled the trigger, and it went off because it's a real loaded gun, and the other actor was shot. Maybe then you have a case that he is not at fault. Then who, okay, who's in charge of the props or who's in charge yeah. of the, you know, who, who actually, where did this loaded gun come from? But when it's the director of photography that gets shot, uh-huh. then regardless of who put the gun in his hand, why were you pointing it at someone and pulling the trigger? Yeah. And then is there any evidence that you were mad at this person at some point earlier in that day <laughs> or at any point in the course of filming? Or are you generally a dick to people on these filming locations? <laughs> so all I think it took in this case, that was might be someone the issue. putting a real gun in your hand for you to murder somebody because yeah. you do this kind of crap all the time. Well, I guess there and were... I imagine if you're his lawyer, you want to make the case it's that first scenario as yeah. opposed to the, what the evidence indicates. Which is that Alec Baldwin is kind of a dick. <laughs> Which I feel like we all knew about Alec Baldwin for many years. I I would think everybody knew that. Yeah. 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 You know. I, I mean, I remember like I think I was in high school or college when the recording came out of him leaving that voicemail for his daughter. <laughs> 
Remember that? Yes, yes. Like, and if you, if I could go back in time, if you could sit next to your, if like, if someone could come back and sit next to me on that day from the future and tell me like that guy is going to shoot someone on a movie set one day, I imagine listening to that recording, you think like, can, can kind of see that, that now. Tracks. Yeah, yeah. I think that tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah, you see that. Sure. These are problems that are going to grow for uh-huh. sure. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess it was there were a bunch of real bullets mixed in with the blanks. Man, if you're if you're Donald Trump, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you think of the the guy, the guy that was lambasting you on SNL every week and getting fame and getting praised for uh-huh. it, and then he up and murders the director of photography on a movie mm. set. Yeah, I mean, what a how, glorious morning to wake up to and read the news on that day. It seems like Trump has that morning quite frequently because there was, well, you know, who was the guy who was uh, lambasting him and and criticizing him all over national TV for uh, having classified documents at his house. <laughs> oh, wait, that was President Grandpa Simpson, who right. has classified documents all over the place in multiple locations. Did, did you see that, like, there were, like, two other presidents, like, W came out and someone else, if it was Obama or Clinton or who it was, they both came out and said, like, just to be clear, we do not have any classified documents. <laughs> we don't have... If you're thinking this something that everybody does... We don't have any. <laughs> we looked. I, W's like, I am in my room. I am painting. I am not bothering anybody. <laughs> That's right. His paintings. <laughs> Does he work in oils or acrylics? I don't know. Yeah. Well, my understanding is that it, uh, whether he's done it or not, at one point he was he was painting a portrait of every every soldier that died in the war on terror when he was president. That's going to take a while. He's like painting through every like a portrait of every. That was like his mission. Really? What I read. Yeah. Wow. Like, like he, he had a style. So he does that full time. It's like he had a That's just what he was doing. Everyone was a portrait of a soldier uh-huh. that died under his command. Wow. That was his. I don't know. I hadn't heard that. Yeah. 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 I'm sure he paints other things, but that's like a project he was working on at one point. I don't know. Should we talk about this or not? Have you heard about. <laughs> Speaking of people who are even more ridiculous than Alec Baldwin. Have you heard about the transgender teacher in Canada, the shop teacher? Is this the one with the giant, the yeah, the yeah. giant like, balloons <laughs> under the sweater? The giant. Z- okay, but, but Z Z as so, in the last on. letter of the alphabet. No, Z this, cup fake boobs. Now hang on, this story has been out for a while, and, and if you haven't seen, but the nobody's story, covering it though. Well, well so, it, it, it depends on where you get your news from. I think. Well, the number well, if, one if, if, so if you're top un, if, rated. So if late night talk show right. is talking so about it, but unfam- that's it. If you're unfamiliar with the story, it's it's this teacher um, that is that it is uh, biologically <laughs> male present presenting as female uh-huh. yeah. in the schools, but like shop teacher. It's literally like it looks like a like a full birthday balloon, <laughs> like two of them under a sweater. It, 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 they're like hanging down it, it is to the waist, right. and not because they're it, drooping, it because e- that's how big they are. It looks extremely comical. Now, yes, and there isn't, are like... isn't the reality behind this that this that this guy is doing it? That he's like intending to look silly. Isn't that's isn't, that's the, that's one of the theories that that, was, that this is a troll. This yeah. is some epic troll. I, I thought that like is one of the things the original story came out and then it's like turns out no, it's actually a big troll. Like this guy knows what he's doing. Is that not we, the case? We don't know for sure. Oh, we still don't know. No, no, it's and it's been going on for months. Yeah, it's been. We a don't while even know now, this right? guy's name. Really? I don't think so. Because it's been a while since I've heard about this story, oh. but the last I heard about <laughs> okay, it was like yeah, we people, do. people think it's like it's like actually sort of a troll. Well, we know legit. We know her name. Okay. Kayla Lemieux. It, why is it always like a overly stylized? Like, like well, it it could be legit French last name because it's Canada. But it's like 
why do you never like there's no there's no transgender like Gertrudes out there or like Gladys or Doris. <laughs> oh, it's always it's always like Veronica and you know. And well, that's Kayla because that's because they get to pick their own Vi- names. So Violet. They, they pick a Victoria, nice name. You know, it's yeah. Nobody's picking you know Lucille or <laughs> Gertrude. There's a part of, there's a part or of me, Helen or you know any any first name you would see walking down the corridor in in a uh, nursing home. You know, I don't know why I was thinking about this this morning. I, I really Gladys. Don't, I really don't know why. But this is what I was thinking about. I was Dolores. Thinking about, I was thinking about the first trans person I, I ever, the first trans person I ever met was in college. Uh-huh. And at the time, I really didn't know. Honestly, I think I really didn't know what that was. Uh-huh. I I I, I knew this person probably wasn't born male. Um, but I didn't really know what this whole thing was but because it was just it was it, to me it was a guy and and this this guy and to this day in my head i think of him as as a man because he he dressed and behaved and and seemed very masculine and male okay and there was a lot of work put into i don't know if the illusion is the word but like the the, the presentation sure i guess and i only knew this person as a male and it honestly didn't dawn on me until i was over at his place one time and i saw um there were like some plaques on the wall from like high school or something that had the name Rachel as opposed to Ray. Ah, uh-huh. and it, and it's I remember it dawned on me for the first time. Wait, Rachel like, Ray is transgender? No, it's it, no. <laughs> this person was born Rachel, the and, TV and, celebrity and, cook and became, person. This person no, became yeah, Rachel yeah. and became Ray, and then I think became Eric after that. Ray um, didn't stick, huh? I I, I don't know, but but it, eventually the name became Eric, and was a very very nice, very cool, very talented person. Um, that I was kind of friends with. We didn't get along all the time, uh, but I, I had some kind of a rapport with this person. And it was really the first trans person I'd ever met. And in my head to this day, that's that's a man. I don't think too much about it. But there's something there's something today. There's to, if I meet someone now for some reason, and they say they're trans, there's like if the illusion's not there, I can't really. If the presentation isn't like a lot of effort put into it, I can't mentally get to the point where I think of that person. And like, there like, is like like I got hit on by a trans guy at um at a New Year's party one time. Like this guy really really wanted to kiss somebody at midnight. Uh-huh. He was really trying to for whatever reason. This dude thought I was gonna be the one. And were and, you at and, a, a gay club? No, I was just at somebody's somebody's party. So the, the, like and this is somebody mine. presenting as as a man. No, it's well. See, I'm confused now. He wanted to be a her. <laughs> oh, okay. But I, I suspect it was like he woke up that morning and decided, today I'm going to be her, because the illusion was not there. There was, was no very, effort involved. It was very much a male presentation. Yeah. And it made me really uncomfortable, because there's a part of me that was like, what about me made you think? <laughs> now you're you're looking in the mirror. You're like, wait a minute. Like, what am what, I doing? What did this yeah. guy think of? Like, when he looked at me... <laughs> Why did he think, what did I give off that told him this is a potential opportunity yeah. for me? I, I, and I, I had come, you know, I, I have an arts degree. Like I used to hang out with a lot. I used to have a lot of gay friends and, mm-hmm. you know, in college and stuff. And, and gay, gay dudes, if you're a straight guy, gay dudes will like flirt with you in a very funny, like joking, joking manner. Way. Yeah. It never made me uncomfortable. Right. You know, you joke back. It, it never weirded me up. But this guy made me really uncomfortable. And I don't, it had to do with the presentation. It's like the illusion was not there. So I think I figured out about myself. Generally, I don't think, you know, I, in my head, I don't 
think you can transition that way. Yeah. But there's a point at which the illusion is so there's so it's so strong mentally. I can get there. I can be like, all right, you put so much work into that. <laughs> it's almost like I'm a dick if I don't re- like recognize, you know, like I like I can't help but call you a her or a he because uh-huh. the you know it's it's that you put that much effort into it. But if you if you're not going to put that much effort into it, if you're going to be like this guy at that party um, or, or this about, shop teacher. <laughs> Right. You have to pick a really ugly name from if you pick a really like unpleasant female name, I'll also go along with it. Like if he was Gertrude instead of Kayla, I'd say, you know what? Fine. You can be Gertrude. I mean, the wig. That's it's like it's like a Halloween costume wig. It's not a real wig. And the makeup is bad. You can see the nipples on those giant. They have to blur them out every time they show them on TV. But that I think that's my compromise. If you're not if the illusion is not going to be there, you pick a really unpleasant female name. I'll go. I'll still go along with it. You can be Doris or Gertrude or Gladys or, you know, or, or, you know, whatever, like an old lady name. I'll still go along with it. But that's my compromise. You're not going to you can't wake up that day and like put a bow in your hair and say your name's Veronica and I'm going to go along with it. Mentally, I can't I can't get there. (laughs) Yeah. Her act has resulted in multiple news stories, although I don't know where mm. where those news stories are occurring. Uh, one on-site protest, at least one source asking if the whole thing is a hoax. I think that's it, our when late you, night When you show. see the picture of this, it looks like it a hoax, right? It has to be fake. It's got to be. It's got to be a giant Yeah, it's got to be a troll. troll. Yeah. But is it? Um, if it's a troll, is it, it's been going on for months, though? It's a months-long it's troll? Months, it's a months-long troll, yeah. It's, see, see, once it, it goes... Once it goes on for months at a time, then there's part of you that's like, it seems more like this person's mentally unhealthy than that this is an elaborate troll that's still ongoing. The longer it goes on, the more it seems this point, that that, wouldn't that, you, wouldn't now you that come must, out and be like... That must be the... It's like, at some point, you're like, all right, joke's over, everybody. <laughs> this is, I, I did this to point out how silly you were all being. Well, how long did... After months, you're like, someone should sit down with this person and find out what's going on. How long did uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Casey Affleck keep that whole thing going with... When it, while they were filming him pretending to lose his mind that yeah. was like at least a year yeah so i think that sets the bar that's an actor though <laughs> that's true this is a but... shop teacher <laughs> well you know, you know what i mean like, it's it's 2023 anybody can be famous like th- this guy's not trying to pull you know, he's not trying to pull the performance of a lifetime out of himself to win an oscar you know what i mean clearly like, this is not so i mean i think we're still in it might be yeah. troll territory i think if this drags into the summer of this year, then maybe we start seriously considering mental yeah. health. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, th- th- this article is talking about they're, they're trying to, uh, so the, the school is trying to, well, first they were trying to not get involved at all. And the, the parents were not having any of that. And so now the school forced to do something about mm-hmm. it is trying to uh, address the dress code. Like it's a dress code problem. It's a dress code a, problem, right? As opposed to a ridiculousness problem. Well, you look at that picture and you ask yourself, like, do you do you want your kid sitting in this person's class? And you're like, as a parent, are you not like something seems not right there at a minimum? Like at a minimum, something's not something's odd. Yeah. Like if you're a trans person, do you not look at that picture of this shop teacher and you're like, this is not this is not our mascot. This is. This is not the. This is not who should represent all of us as a whole. It's yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. What does? Do you watch the particular show that has been covering this? Um. No, I don't. Okay. 
But I, I watch other, I, I, I get news from other places that yeah. do cover that story. Yes, it's funny because every time they bring it up, all mm-hmm. the other, every time the host brings it, because it's the yeah. host who keeps bringing it up, all the other panelists are like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> well, the regular panelists are yeah. over it; they don't right. want to talk about it anymore. But the guest panelists are like, "Yay! It's <laughs> happening on my show! Yay! I got lucky showing up this today." Oh yeah. man, that's funny. Yeah. Hey, how about so the, wrestling so, news? So that so hang on, that, that's my that's my compromise. The, if the illusion <laughs> is not going to be there, you pick a really unpleasant female name. Okay, I'm, I'm on board. All right, I agree. That's I, th- that, I think that's my olive branch. I think those that that that's a a reasonable standard. Yeah, that you've set. And if the, if this if this upsets you, if you're upset with me about this, I will remind you that my opinion probably does not matter in this situation at all. So this uh, this guy needs to change his name from Kayla to, to like Doris. No, we can't. That's my grandma's name. Okay, fine. Um, um, Gertrude Gretchen. Okay, how about Gretchen? I don't think that's particularly Miss Gretchen, the shop teacher with the giant. <laughs> okay, it's got <laughs> with the giant bazingas. I was I was I was thinking. No, that's not that's not bad enough of a name, but it does have the word wretch in it. So. I... <laughs> Yes, I will. I will. I will. I will agree with Gretchen. Oh man, yeah. Anyway, right. wrestling news. Wrestling news. Vince McMahon. Yeah, is returning to the WWE. Well, sort of. Yeah, on the board of directors. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yay! Oh. It's like he's old. He's very, seventy-seven. He's, he's the same age as my dad. Buddy, he's in better shape than both of us. <laughs> both of us put together. I'm just going to level with you on that. He, he does not look his age in the photo. That they no, have. no, he does not. This is the photo. that they? How old is that photo? Uh, that's, so that's not recent. That's from a number of years ago. Now. Okay. Um, he, he looks much older than that now. Okay. He's got the old man, like parts of, parts of his face are drooping. Uh-huh. It's like an old man kind of thing the, now. Like the chicken neck thing. That's, that picture you're showing me, that's like the last, that's the last of him looking pretty young. From, that, from that point forward, he starts to look a lot older okay. in pictures. So they, yeah, they picked, they picked the best picture they could for as, yeah. yeah, Like he chose to retire, but he retained controlling interest in the company. He, he, he basically controlled the ability to do anything he wants to. And after a few months, he decided like, I'm going back to work. What, what they think though, what he's really doing, they don't think he's coming. He's, he probably can't help himself. But what they think is that he didn't, he's not intending to come back and run the day to day and then make the creative decisions and everything. They think he's coming back just to oversee the sale of the company. Okay. To oversee a sale to. Who are they selling to? Who, well, um, you know, who has, who has the pockets for that kind of thing? Disney, Comcast, ah. um, people like that, you know, private investor groups could get together if they want to team up. Um, a story that was floated about a month ago, it just came out one night. I don't know where it just came out one night. A bunch of people started reporting that the sale was already done and it had been purchased by the Saudis. Oh, which they do a lot. They like wrestling over there, huh? Well, they do a lot of business with the Saudis over the last five, 10 years or so. The WWE does. Yeah. So this, so Saudi Arabia, um, you know, they got a lot of oil money, Mm -hmm. tons of money and they want to improve their image, their sort of global image. So what they've started doing is taking all of that money and using it to bring in different enter- like entertainment things into the country uh-huh. to like broadcast from Saudi Arabia. I thought you were going to say taking all of those potato sacks off their women. Uh, no, no, what no, they're, no, what they're doing. No, see, that would improve their image. No, see what they're <laughs> and, and and it's like whoever the Saudi prince is that that um that or they think ordered the hit on uh, Khashoggi, the journalist. 
like like so okay remember the Khashoggi story of the journalist that got like cut it like journalist well, whatever, in dick they, fingers they got, yeah got murdered over he there he was an like, agent okay but got like cut up viciously yeah. and like the yeah. you know and all that um so the prince that they think the Saudi prince they think like ordered that okay is the Saudi prince that is also doing business that's also brought in the WWE is and that started... Mohammed bin Salman is that the I can't he's I can't keep the name well straight. he's the big the big one he's the one in charge but he's like a prince right I don't know anyway is it the guy in charge or is it one of the lesser princes I think it's the guy that most recently took over this that's allowed women to drive in recent years okay. it's whoever that is okay but he's also the guy's responsible for the Khashoggi situation anyway how, how do they drive with those uh potato sacks on they can't they have no peripheral vision yeah anyway um <laughs> so what they're doing is they're used they have hundreds of millions of dollars you know the billions for all i know and they're using it to like have like you know people come in and like do concerts in saudi arabia and like simulcast it to other places in the world and one of the things that that they were doing is they they cut giant checks to the wwe to come and do shows in saudi arabia and 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 stream them to, to the rest of the world. Okay. So the first one of these was in. Let me think. They've done. They there's different places in Saudi Arabia. One city in Saudi Arabia is Jeddah. Yep. And then there's another city. There there's like two places that kind of do these shows in Saudi Arabia. And Jeddah the, and somewhere else. Jeddah and yeah. Um. There's two like giant stadiums they have that they run these shows in, and the Saudis pay a. Rid- ridiculous amount of money for these shows it's like but it's like couch cushion change to them it is to them but it's like <laughs> but to the wwe they, they make it they make as much money doing these shows in saudi arabia as they make like on their tv contracts for it's, the whole it's, year yeah here, it's, it's like know. they double the value of the company it's ridiculous yeah it's, it's it doesn't matter it's so much money it doesn't matter where it comes from it's it's that amount of money to the <laughs> wwe and and so they it, would some of that money have maybe blood on it Go figure. Um, but the first one of these but shows, so much of it. The first one of these shows, um, they they you know they they streamed it on their network and and I watched it and it was you know it's like pyro going off like live from Saudi Arabia and we're doing the show from Saudi Arabia and the sunset show in Saudi Arabia and then during the show they would show these video packages like Saudi Arabia is a great country and women are allowed to drive now in Saudi Arabia they were they had they had commercials yeah for Saudi Arabia built into the show only I think only into the first one okay because this is this is before the Khashoggi thing happened yeah so and then and I remember these packages of like it's showing like a woman learning to drive in a parking lot. And like, you know, it's like a driving test. It's a mm-hmm. woman. It's like Saudi, cones. Saudi Arabia is becoming so progressive now. We're <laughs> look, we have traffic mo- cones. We're entering the modern world and all that. And then like right after that show, the Khashoggi situation happened. <laughs> and and then the question was like, Are y'all still gonna do business with Saudi Arabia? No. Because it's because a WWE show, it was one of these shows was about to happen. Oh, it was like they a, had to postpone it, like, it. No, they did they didn't. not. <laughs> no, they just didn't broadcast it. Oh, <laughs> wow, really? So, yeah, so they, I think they might have delayed it a little bit, but like we're still going to do their show. And then at one point, they, they they got trapped in Saudi Arabia. There was some situation where, like, their plane, the plane that was taking the wrestlers back to America, was like not allowed to take off for like a day. It's like, and, the, and no one really knows what happened behind the scenes, but it's like. They think that there there were negotiations after because of the Khashoggi uh-huh, thing. Yeah. There was a negotiations going on of like this is what we we'll, we will do and what we won't do on these shows and how we will do them, how we won't do them. Oh, and then they're okay. like, well, we we don't have to let your plane take off. So, and there was like a twenty four hour period where like there was a lot of wrestlers like 
stuck in the airport in Jeddah or Uh-oh. somewhere in Saudi Arabia. And everybody was like, are these guys going to get to come home or not? Or it's going to be 440 something days. Like right. But event, if it, they, they, like, the next day they took off and they, they made it home. Oh, that's good. Um, it resulted in the best episode of SmackDown that ever aired on TV because they didn't have all their regular stars. They had to bring up all the cool developmental guys oh. <laughs> to wrestle on TV. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> but it's, it is so much money. So this news story got floated like within the last couple of weeks, just overnight. Just all of a sudden one night, everybody started, all the dirt sheets, everybody started coming out and like, like the sale's already done and the Saudis now own it. And everybody got real upset about it. And they're like, I can't watch this company anymore if it's actually owned by the Saudi royal family in Saudi Arabia. I just can't. And then they th- and then it turned out nothing ever came of it. They think what it was is that story was floated just to gauge, like, how would people react <laughs> if we took an even bigger check from the Saudis? <laughs> What would happen? <laughs> like, would we still, would we keep our TV deals? Would we keep, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they think they kind of floated that to see like, what would happen if we did this? Ah, so yeah. they're, they're clearly thinking about selling it. They were thinking about oh, selling it to Saudi Arabia, but it now seems, it's, it seems very clear. They're intending to sell the, like Vince is, Vince intends to sell the company. Just not to Saudi Arabia. Um, well, I, I suspect. <laughs> oh, you think may... that still might be. I think they're trying to feel my. I, I think they're trying to figure it out. Okay, but like, who's in? I mean, Disney's probably in that ballpark. They could afford them. Um, Comcast and NBC Universal and Comcast, all <laughs> them. They, they're they're who they do most. Of their M- NBC Universal is who airs those TV shows. Yeah. So NBC Universal um, could certainly make an offer for it. Um, the the owner of All Elite Wrestling, which is their their big competitor in uh-huh. the U.S. Um, he's the son of, um, his name is Tony Khan. He's the son of, what's his dad? Is it Shahid Khan? Mr. Or, Khan. Yeah, Mr. Khan. It's it, so the Khan family owns, uh, they own the Jacksonville Jaguars. They own Fulham football club. They own, they're, they're a billionaire family. Okay. And the son, Tony Khan is a huge wrestling nerd. Um, like when his billion, when he was a kid and his billionaire father was like, what can I do for your birthday? We can do anything. He's like, I want to go to New Jersey and I want to see, I want to see ECW at the ECW arena. <laughs> Which is which was like a grimy, dirty, you know, small wrestling show in New Jersey, and this son of a billionaire, <laughs> this billionaire <laughs> took his son to the ECW arena, and like, and this son of a billionaire was like, subscribe to the Wrestling Observer newsletter and tape trading back in the night, you know, back in the two thousands, yeah. and, and grew up, you know, booking his own wrestling shows in his notebook, and <laughs> and 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 then you know works you know runs the jacksonville jaguars and runs the football club and runs the talent acquisitions and runs the you know the uh, the data analytics and everything and and then kind of made this pitch to his dad like i want to start a wrestling company and that's that's the main okay. competitor he has said they're you know they'd be interested in potentially you know possibly a purchase but merging they, but they don't have the money they would have uh, to, they would have to put together a group of investors yeah to, to purchase it so there's there's a small group of sources that could potentially buy the wwe and they think that's really why Vince has come back is to sort of oversee that. He he ruthlessly took his position back on the board, ousted a number of people, installed people loyal to him. But at this point, it seems like he's not making the day-to-day, like, creative decisions. Okay. Which is what people are scared he's going to start doing again. Um, and instead, he's mainly preparing the company to be sold. Right? Okay. You, you fire a bunch of people and, you know, do different things, make your revenue look stronger and potentially see who you're going to sell to. Okay. So cool. Yeah. I was hoping you had some more backstory to that and 
Sure there, enough, man, it's an ongoing. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff behind there. It's an ongoing yeah. story for sure that people are watching. Well, wh- whoever they find with money, let's hope they have enough money to buy Hulk Hogan some toilet paper. <laughs> Did you see that tweet this week? Hulk Hogan tweeted out, "I ran out of toilet paper, brother. Help!" Eight exclamation marks. People think he may have been um, intending to text because there was there As was one that came tweet. before that that was just help. The first tweet was help, and then the next one was I ran out of toilet paper, brother. Help! So Hulk Hogan's Twitter is is wild. I think There's he has since deleted of, those tweets. I'm sure he has. So real story about Hulk Hogan. He so apparently, I've just I've just learned about this this past week. Apparently, he has to walk with a cane now. Yeah, because he's like somehow surgically had the lower half of his body somewhat disconnected from the rest of his body. For pain management reasons. Oh wow! That like he's his, a, something has has some kind of surgery where like part of his basically legs like are not connected to like other nerves ner- anymore. Oh okay. So he walks so, like, with a cane. Okay, you think he had like a was that like the sciatic nerve? He so he 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 has a lot of like I think he has a lot of spinal issues from it's mostly because of of his finishing maneuver was yeah. the leg drop yeah. for so long. And he said he, before, landed, like, he landed on his ass. He said before, like, time. if I could go back in time, perhaps the one thing I would change is to pick a finishing maneuver where I'm not jumping in the air and landing <laughs> flat on my butt night after night, uh-huh. <laughs> week in, week out. He's legitimately like a number of inches shorter than he used to I was be. Just, I was just going to say, that's got to be some serious over, spine spinal compression yeah. over time. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> wow, he's lost inches. And not from old age. That, that's the story. Yeah. That's, wow. Yeah. From from spinal problems. And well, that, you know what he needs this, to do. He needs to week. he needs to go hang out on the space station for for a couple of years. Hey, and get stretched go. back out. <laughs> I'm gonna go to space, brother. <laughs> My legs are working great up here in space. Yeah. So, Hulk Hogan's Twitter. So his most famous tweet. Yes, that, wrestling I fans, had, Okay. Yeah. Go go for is, it. Is this one from 2011? Good night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> So the back so uh, no, me, no, no, let, go ahead. No, hang on. Let okay. me, let me oh, explain. You're the backstory explain. First. Okay. Well, not backstory, but just some explanation. In rest <laughs> in wrestling, a mark yeah. is is um like a fan. It's someone that you can work. Okay. You work part of wrestling is you work the marks. Work the marks. You know, to to draw their attention, to draw their money, get them to buy tickets. Sure. You know, um it's, it's similar to a you know, like a con man like picking up. Well mark. it's sort of a in, in in that respect it's kind of a derogatory statement. But it can be a derogatory or, 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 or word, but in this context. It can be it's a derogatory not. statement, it's yes. Meant like, more like, like fan. I mean, I think it's meant derogatory in this particular tweet, but this mm. tweet is meant to be funny. Okay. Um but a work in wrestling is is like a storyline. Okay. It's not real. It's like part of the. It's it's a work. Sort of what's a, what's real is called a shoot, and that's unrelated. Okay. So sometimes in wrestling, what as a fan gets really annoying because people debate like, is that a work or a shoot? Like, is it like for instance, when this person said he hated him, did he really mean that, or is yeah. that just part of the storyline? It's like it's probably a work, but so the um, work is the acting part of the yes, story, and the marks are the fans. Uh, uh, yeah, that and, they're and, uh, yeah. working on. Yeah. So okay. so you work the marks. So Hulk Hogan tweeted this thing. Um, he tweeted it at like six o'clock. Back in 2011, so I don't know why he's saying goodnight, but he this tweet, he said, Good night, Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it'll work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot, marks. So Which sounds could, like gibberish so if, if could, you don't know what all those I, words if mean. If I could parse this a little bit. <laughs> it actually saying, makes saying, sense. Good night, good night, Hulkamaniacs, which yes. are his legit those are the his leg- fans. Those good are his night, fans. Good night, my fans. Yes. And the jabroni marks without a life. 
Who, not his fans. Not, well, pe- people that he's he's being derogatory. Just people yes. being derogatory to jabroni. Jabroni marks without a life that don't know it a work. It's. I think he's meant he, it's, he meant to say it's. It is that don't know it. It says it says, it says it's, that don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. Marks. So working yourself into a shoot could be understood to mean that. Um, Let's say you and I are, you know, we're we're doing we're doing a promo to promote it. We're gonna we're gonna wrestle next week, uh-huh. and this week we're we're cutting promos at each other to build up the storyline. We're, we're pretending to be to, antagonistic to, to, to towards make, each to, other, yeah, building make, up to the fight to make people yeah. want to see us. Yeah, fight yeah, next yeah, week, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, you, so but some let's say, but let's say along the way, get carried away. In, maybe yeah, we get yeah. a little carried away, and I start talking about your mother, uh huh, or whatever, and then you get really upset at me. Yeah. Right. You've, What'd you say about my mom? Well, now you've worked yourself into a shoot. Into a shoot. Now, now it's sense? real. Yes. Right. So I get that completely. Yeah. Good night, Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it'll work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. Marks. marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, people quote this tweet all the time. Yeah. Every, like if you go to like like the Squared Circle subreddit, you go to like you know like like wrestling Twitter yeah. or something. It's everywhere. <laughs> It's, it comes up all the time. Yeah, and the only mistake he made in that is the missing apostrophe s. Correct on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is like twelve. This is twelve years ago. Yeah, this tweet is still floating around twelve years later. Yeah, I found it. It came up in that previous story about yeah, the toilet yeah. paper. So Hulk Hogan has two. Because it was two, like not the weirdest tweet ever. Here's his weirdest tweet. Hulk Hogan's two most famous tweets is this one. And running out of toilet paper this yeah. week. <laughs> Send some help, brother. How do you think you're texting and you're actually tweeting to yeah, the world? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the nerve damage goes both both ways. Oh, man. On the spinal column. Yeah. Michael. Mike. You came here to talk about something in particular I today. thought it'd be I thought it'd be fun for us to kind of chat about, you know, this is a nerd burger. We always come in and talk about the things we're nerdy about. What are we passionate about? Everybody comes in. I'm nerdy about this. I'm nerdy about that. Also, we talk about food sure yeah that helps my point um (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the contribution mike nerd burger yeah Yeah. well that's fair that's fair um we need we need we need um we need the doc the good doctor to send more poppy seed cake that needs to be a regular (laughs) thing here anyway i thought it'd be fun for us to examine what are we not nerdy about anymore right what has kind of been left by the wayside as we as we've grown older as our life has changed, as our obligations have changed, what are the things that we used to take a lot of pleasure in or used to take, have a lot of passion for that either we just don't anymore, and then maybe why don't we? Right. Or we we don't we just haven't we haven't been able to enjoy for a long time, and then it's for like, whatever reason, it's like, am I still passionate about that? Right. You know, if I had unlimited free time right now, would I still be? Or would I that? would I be or, doing or something else? I, or have, or you know, do without realizing it, have I just kind of moved on mm-hmm. from that particular thing? Does that okay. make sense? Sure. That's kind of what I what I thought would be fun to bounce back and forth on. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, do you want sure. me to go first? So my first thing is that when I really thought about this, um, I am so not into video game collecting anymore. Yeah, you you've brought your video games here. We've and shown. talked about it here. It's part yeah. of, it's part of my host bio. Is like that <laughs> one of the places you might find me is this dusty box of old video games yeah. at the thrift store. <laughs> and it's like I'm so. But that was ten years ago. Yeah, and it's like I'm not into it anymore. And I don't it's like that whole thing has changed now. Like it's not 
you can't really find like old dusty video games anymore. It's like too many or, people are aware of what they're worth now. Or, yeah, well, I was going to say when you do find them they're really it expensive. Used, it used to be like you could, you know, you could go to secondhand stores or you could go to pawn shops or thrift stores and or you could go to good you could find some great stuff at Goodwill or yard sales. They were everywhere. Sales, that kind of thing. Literally, yeah. yeah. And and now it's like too many people know what they're worth and too many people are in the business yeah. of, of buying and selling. And so everything costs Flipping. more than we used to. Yep. Everything costs so much. Like, you know, like like, like a huge store, like um, there's a huge store called Second and Charles that's in this area. Okay. Um, that's like a, that's like a giant, it's a giant, it's almost a big box store, but it's a buy, sell, resell kind of thing. Um, bring it, you know, they, they, they deal in like books and vinyl records and legos and toys and funko pops and video games and music and movies and all sorts of things i mean you take stuff there and sell them and then they resell it and like that store was cool when it first opened to go and like see all the all the retro stuff on the shelves like oh this is i remember playing this This is good this was great but then you look at what that stuff cost in that store and it's like sky high yeah you realize like everybody knows what the stuff is worth now you can't like stumble across this like priceless game at a at a yard sale and buy it for $2 and then it's in your collection and it's actually to the right person is worth a fortune. You can't do that anymore. It's way too oversaturated. Yep. You know, and now it's like the, you know, it's like the flea market guys like patrol all the yard sales and the garage sales and snatch all that stuff up. And then the secondhand store, you know, they sell to the secondhand store guys. And then those guys sell to the, you know, to the people that think they can flip it online. And then you go online, everything costs too much. And, you know, and all if you want to play the games, I mean, you can just you can just download ROM hacks now. You don't actually need the cartridges, <laughs> so it's it's literally just collect of collecting physical media kind of thing. Sure. And at one point, it was really fun, and I enjoyed like you know, I, there was a period of time I'd get up on a Saturday morning, go to the flea market, and there'd be like seven different vendors with different stuff, and I kind of look around and leave with you know, spend twenty, thirty, forty bucks, and leave with a bag of like finds, you know, and come home and and and, and enjoy like kind of cleaning them up and adding them to the collection and. I haven't done that in years, and I don't think I, I don't think I could afford to now. No, <laughs> like it's just not. Do you still display the collection, or is it like in boxes somewhere? Not since I got married, not really. <laughs> and moved. You know, there yeah. was a point. Um, you know, in in one of my old apartments where like my Xbox 360 games and like the the bright little lime green cases, you know, they were all lined up on my mantle. Yep. It was like the TV, and then the mantle above it, and it had all the games there, and there was like a title belt on top of that, and you know, I used <laughs> to like have everything out and. No, they're like in a box in yep. a storage unit. Now I've moved several times since then. <laughs> you know, man, it's it's just not it's just not fun like it used to be. Like even not even like the old old cartridge stuff. Like, you know, I worked at GameStop for a while, and the move when you worked there and you knew what specials were coming up is like when when the special was like extra trade in value. Um, you would trade you would trade in a bunch of stuff to load up your card with the store. And then a month after that would be the like buy two get one sale, you know, and then you'd spend everything. Yeah. And and like, you know, build up the collection that way. And I would do that a lot. And um there was a store around me that would do like these Facebook Fridays where it's like if you like the Facebook post on Friday and then go in the store, it's like everything's like, you know, buy one, get one, or and I'd go up there and, and you know, buy like, you know, a bunch of Xbox three sixty stuff or, you know, maybe old GameCube stuff like that. And and it was fun, but like everything it's so expensive now and it's I, it, there's no there's no it's not fun anymore it's just not just not into it anymore haven't done it in years yep probably never will again that's the reality wow yeah you left, got... left it by the wayside yeah 
So it was it was fun when it was. I guess it was fun when my life was different and when the hobby itself was different. Yeah, and you when know? when it was um inexpensive enough. Yeah, that it made it worth your time. I, I think I think it's a combination. I think my life changed, and I think too many people got into it. Also, and, the scarcity and now. too many people got into it wanting to make money as opposed to wanting to collect. And they they turned your hobby into their yeah. business and yeah. ruined ruined it for everybody. Yeah, like there's a store in a mall in Athens that I follow on social media that that's like a, a buy sell trade kind of store, and it was opened as a as a for the video game specifically. And then, re- like over the like, they're about to, they're doing a special now. Um, if you live in if you live in Athens, Georgia, go support Retro Age at the mall. But um, Retro they, Age, Retro Age, yeah, Retro Age Athens. Um, that you know they've come out recently. They said like we're gonna we're doing these specials and, and everything's a certain percentage off. Please come and shop. Like, Otherwise, we're gonna close. Oh, we're gonna close. And it turns out they really don't even deal in a lot of video games anymore. They've had to start doing you know movies and toys and merch and Funko Pops and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Because like the money's not there in video games. No, no, nobody. People that come in and want to trade something, they want top dot. They they want to trade. They want. They think they know what it's worth, and they want to trade it in for more than the store could actually sell it to anybody for. Yeah, you know. And then it's like, well, if you sell it online, it'll. But it's like, why have a store? Why do we have the storefront in the first place? Right. <laughs> you know, it's so. Uh, it's it's just a different business now. And at one point, that's the business I wanted to go into. That's why I was getting a business degree in college, is I wanted to open retail stores and do that. And I'm so glad I didn't go into that <laughs> business now because it seems so, it, you know, the people that made a lot of money in that, they, they opened their own stores and they opened enough stores that GameStop came in and bought them. Yeah. Those are the people that made a fortune in that line of work over the last 20 years. And now that's in the past. Yeah, pretty and much. And that's not going to happen again. I mean, how much longer is GameStop going to be around? It, it, as it exists now, they're going to have to get another thing. They're not going to be able to have these thousands of brick and mortar stores out there. No. And who's shopping there? I haven't shopped at a GameStop since before COVID. No, does barely, I don't I, I know nothing about GameStop. Were I, they carrying used games? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they're and they're everywhere. They're by they're by every Walmart you ever drive by. They're everywhere. There's thousands of those stores all over the country. Yeah. Um, I haven't been into one in like three or four years, <laughs> and I play video games. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's, it's so I've just had to leave that behind. How about you? What's your what's your thing? Um, hobby wise, yeah. The best thing I could come up with was uh computers like mm. repairing oh, and tweaking and customizing yeah. all all my you know pimping my rig did you, did you used to do like builds for other people no i never like did that stuff? no it was I, just my own stuff i, I was doing it at work too when oh, when really? at, at my my previous job well two technically two jobs ago mm-hmm. when i was uh when i was it wow <laughs> i've got to i'm looking into my desktop computer that i built originally like 10 years ago and I've like upgraded components on it since then. Yep. I've got to, I've got to do something complete. I got to start from scratch because like I, I need a new motherboard. Like I can't, I can't upgrade my processor without an upgraded motherboard. Yep. And I can't. I've reached the limit of how much I can upgrade what I have. And now it's starting to yeah. lag behind what I'm wanting to play. Yeah. So now I'm figuring out like, okay, now I got, now I got to start. What do I build now? Right. I start. Finally, I got to start from scratch. Yeah. So. I mean, my problem is with mostly it's Apple stuff mm-hmm. and. They, when I started getting into it, was when they were getting out of making stuff that you could re- repair and right. customize and upgrade yourself. Right. See, I still, so I play video games, so I gotta, I gotta have a PC. Yeah, <laughs> just how it is. Yeah. yeah, but now, now they make these things that are, you know, these glued, soldered, hermetically sealed, yeah, 
you know, disposable devices that you you trade in for some puny amount of money Car- to to get a new one. Cars are becoming that way now too. Like like mm-hmm. older cars, you could like take a wrench and like open the open the hood and like fix them. I don't like all of the. You could like you could like tighten them up and like fix them. You know, with yeah. like tools. Yeah, I don't like and all that- of this electronics yeah. and now computerized you open the hood and like everything's covered up and every you're not you're not really supposed to mess with it <laughs> at all but even all the crap on the inside too yeah. and and most car manufacturers it's the implementation of it is yeah. is awful the design of it is bad it just right. looks bad it functions bad you have this like enormous screen where you can mm-hmm. see the pixels yeah. like aren't we haven't we moved past that oh no this is what we're doing with all of those crappy screens with the giant pixels now we're putting them yeah. in people's cars Yeah, my wife's car has one of those in there and i've had my car in the shop the last week and a half some so i've had to drive her car some and like and there's and that screen does a lot of things you know yeah. there's like heated seats and wheels and it, you know it controls the climate and everything and you can connect in it all the bluetooth connections and everything but like i'm, what try, if that I'm, thing... try, I'm trying to hit this spot on the screen and drive and i can't right. like do both you know yeah yeah and what she, happens if she that loves screen it and breaks it, she loves it and it works great for her but like what happens when that screen breaks or stop this touch feature stops working well see and see i've got a little screen in my car the, the, me too it, i've got a little one it shows me like fuel mileage and you know adjust the clock and all that and it shows my backup camera yeah i don't even um, have that see i've got a, I've got a backup camera that <laughs> there's comes a small up. screen without the camera well when i first got it i remember thinking like well eventually that backup camera is going to break mm-hmm. so i, I want to i don't want to get out of the habit of like looking at my mirrors and i still pretty much look at the mirrors too but the backup camera still works yeah <laughs> like it's 10 years on it still works yeah. so yeah no was... nothing none of that electronic stuff that i was worried about mm-hmm. in my current car when i bought it which is nothing compared to what they're putting in cars nowadays yeah. N- none of it's broken it all works sometimes works, but, I, you know sometimes i wonder how many of us are driving the last car that we will drive ourselves oh i hope or how not. close we are to like the next set of cars is like we're not going to be allowed to drive them anymore i hope not i don't i, I, I don't like too. this self-driving self either. everything you yeah. will you will own nothing and like it right. globalist new world order yeah, garbage no either. i don't want i want any part of that me neither me neither so computers yeah gotcha so gotcha. i haven't you know Part of it is that it's, you know, I like Macs. Mm-hmm. Part of it is time. Yeah. You know, I do have a PC downstairs that's, mm-hmm. I guess it's eight years old now. Right. But it needs a new, the, the thing that's broken on it is the motherboard. Yeah. Which is like, that's a. Which is the thing you want to it's, upgrade. It's, yeah. All of the other parts are fine. Like right. The power supply is fine. The yeah. RAM is, it's got 32 gigs of RAM. Right. It's got a nice solid state drive in it. Yeah. You know, it's got fans that work, the case. But because mm-hmm. the one thing that I wanted to do with a PC build that I never did um, was I wanted to do a, uh, and now I don't even know what the name of it is called, but it's like a um, like a workbench computer hmm. where it's, it the ca- quote unquote case is, is just like these planes of things that are, you know, doweled together mm-hmm. and it's all open the air and you have all your components all the, all on the there. components are like on a or like yeah I, I i've seen things like that yeah i've seen it, people that have those things like mounted on a wall yeah they're like, yeah they're i like, want to like mount them on a wall next to the desk and they're all like lit up with like they've got all like, the leds and yeah, stuff in them yeah uh, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's uh, originally it was you know you had the caseless right frame to put your mount your stuff on because you're constantly swapping out components right but then it became kind of people started making "Quote unquote cases is these, that these, is that these easier to keep benches cool than like keep clean and everything? I think it's um, easier to keep cool, but m- way more difficult to keep clean. 
because mm. it's not enclosed. Mm. I think you'd you'd have to have a can of compressed air sitting next to it, and like be constantly <laughs> at all like times, like constantly off. blowing mm. it off. Yeah, or keeping it covered with something. I saw one of those one time, which like defeats a, the like, purpose of having everything exposed. It's like a guy had everything hanging off of like a stick. It's yeah, like a computer on a stick, it's yeah. like a walking stick. He could walk around with it. It's like all the components are like hanging off at different places. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, I know. So I've, I, you know, I always wanted to do that, and never did it. And I have the guts of a computer that yeah. all it needs is a new motherboard, right, and a processor, right. Probably. So right. I'm not going to bother with and setting that, setting my own processor. And, and they're and, all by one at, with the processor on. And after that point, it's just Legos. At that point, it's right. just like slotting them together. Yeah. Yeah. But doing it in a way in on that you know workbench platform like yeah. buy one of the fancy ones mm-hmm. that looks good you yeah know, have it out and all lit up and everything right. and, and and that's you know my pc desktop mm. yeah i look at people's like the way they have the leds all in their case and all around their desk and their room and everything now and it's like my wife would never no. allow me to <laughs> i've scared her before i've been like i'll point at like leds and i'll be like i'm gonna have those they're gonna, they're gonna be all around the the dining room, and I have all going around the corners of the walls, and it's all gonna be lit up in this neon color. And she's like, "Really?" Yeah. And I was like, "No, probably not." <laughs> but my so, my next thing. Well, wait. I just to finish up. I am still interested in it. Yeah. I have one project yeah. left that I can do. But how long has that project been? I just don't waiting have time. on you to. Yeah. I don't have the time to do. Yeah. It. You know, yep. trying trying to free up my time. We're getting older, Mike. We're getting into our prime earning years. We got. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My next thing is the paranormal activity movies. Yeah. I'm just They still make those? They they most recently made one for streaming. Okay. But it's unrelated to the to the the um like chronology of the other ones. It's like I was so into them when they were first coming out in theaters. I was like I just loved them. I was fascinated by them. I wanted to understand all of the lore and all of the you know, the continuing story and and look for all the little details and all the movies and all that. But the problem was is that um, I broke up with a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then when the next one came out, there was no one to like sit up with me after I watched it oh. and like protect me from the demon. <laughs> really? And so then I thought to myself, and I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have to like go be alone in my apartment after <laughs> you know, watching for the rest this of thing. the day. Are they that scary? <laughs> they. Origi- I haven't seen they, any of them. Originally, they were to me. For I whatever haven't reason. seen any of those movies. I don't. I don't do well with a lot of horror movies. Like if I watch them and then I'm like alone at night, yeah. you know, like, like it's getting dark and I'm still um, by myself. It's a weird feeling. I let them, I let them get to my head. Yeah. I really do. With yeah. horror. If I'm going to watch, it can a, happen. If yeah. I'm going to watch a horror movie, I want to watch it with people. I get that. But then there was like, the next one came out and I was like, I really want to see that. And I was like, but I don't want to fight the demon by myself after I go home after the movie. <laughs> So I thought, like, I will save that until I find someone to watch it with me. And then I never got around to it. And I kind of got away from it. And then, uh, you know, and then I met my, 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 a girl that became my fiance is now my wife. And I talked to her about it. I was like, you know, I've, there's like three of these movies now that I've never seen. I want to go back and watch them now that, you know, you'll be here. You know, you'll be here all night. You know, <laughs> you can protect me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, now that we're, you know, we're married and everything. And, but then she doesn't do horror movies either. She, she's no. got a weaker constitution when it comes to that stuff. And so I thought, well, I'll just, I'll watch them at my desk, but she'll be home and it'll be fine. You know, so I watched with my headphones in. I would be doing some work and I had it on the other screen. I got to tell you, I'm not into these things anymore. Nope. I'm really not. There were like two, there was two, I think, left for me to watch. That, and I, there was the, the last one that capped off the story of the other movies. And then one that just recently came out on streaming, which is what made me realize, oh, I need to catch up on all that. 
and I watched them both, and I'm just not. They just don't do anything for me anymore. I no. lost it somewhere along the way. And I used to be so in it. There was even one that no one talks about. It wasn't a movie. They did it through. It was like, I guess it was part of the ad campaign. But they had a paranormal activity story that took place over social media where they didn't really promote it that much. But there was like a, there was this profile on social media. There was like a Facebook account, a Twitter account of this guy who was posting about creepy things happening in his house with his daughter. And it clearly had to do with the movies, yeah. but they didn't heavily promote it. And I remember thinking like, that's such a cool way to tell one of these stories in like modern times is like, instead of sitting and watching a movie for two hours, I'm um, over weeks. I'm waiting for this guy's next update. Oh yeah. And this guy's next like vlog and this guy's next like video around his house. And I'm in, you, you watch the story play out viral. that way. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a viral thing. And I remember it was so cool. And it, and it, you know, in the last video is like a, police report of like this video they found in this house where this guy's missing now and, oh and and it was of you know it was like, like the daughter levitating and snapping people's necks and it was it was very cool and i don't know where to go find that stuff now i don't know yeah. what happened to it huh but i remember thinking like this is such a cool i was so into this stuff and now i really don't care anymore. i'm really <laughs> these last two movies were not that good you know in in the uh in the the last the last one that was in theaters i guess um it's like the on the the camera that they're re- you know it's a f- they're all found footage movies yeah. well, on the camera that's being recorded on you can like see the demon you know that's like the camera can pick up the demon so you see things the person recording holding the camera doesn't, doesn't see you know and then you see what the demon looks like and how the demon works now the demon get you know and you and then you get to a point where it's just like this kind of jumped the shark didn't it <laughs> And then they cut someone a giant check to make one of these for for one of these streaming platforms to cut into tap into a fan base that they figure they could tap into. Yeah, and it's not that good either. No, <laughs> I just realized like I'm not into the, I'm not into this stuff anymore. So you, you took a, over it. You took kind of a long break from yeah, it. Yeah, and, and went tried and to tried go to go back to it. To it. And you, I was like, this doesn't do it for me anymore. Do you think the break had anything to do with you? not being into it anymore as, or do as, you think as, you gra- as, as, had as opposed, you stayed with it this whole it, time would it have gradually lost it's interest? like is it me or is it the quality of the offering i think it's probably a little bit of both yeah probably a little bit of both you know yeah i think like the other friends i had like i had at least one friend that was also really into those movies and would like text me when the new trailer was out and all that and we'd watch it and talk about it and like I, i'm not friends with that guy anymore yeah. so I, for whatever reason it's just you know, if if they're gonna make another one of those, I'm probably I probably don't care. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reality. <laughs> you got anything else? Okay. I have I have three media things. Okay. And you we I can either go through them very quickly or you can pick whichever one most interests you most and then you can wrap things up after. Um go for it. But my three things are Star Wars, Aww. Star Trek, Aww. and Doctor Who. Wow. Okay. So like. So like sci-fi. Like big sci-fi. Big big sci-fi. TV and movie franchises. Is it all sci-fi? You think, or just those three specifically? Those three specifically. Why do you think? Because take me up to thirty thousand feet. Why do you think that is? Uh, think it, is it is it just oversaturated? There's oversaturation, and there's uh. It's just. I'm at, I'm at various stages of giving up on on all three. Doctor Who, I gave up on. Is completely it, so is it like it's like is it the problem some people have with the marvel movies that it's like there's too much and i can't i can't catch up now it's like it's kind of left me behind or sort of mm-hmm. because that is a problem i have with the marvel movies but i had yeah. that from the very beginning mm-hmm. i couldn't keep up with them mm-hmm. and like i i always say i'm a completist i want to watch yeah. everything if you're gonna do it you and marvel all of it. very quickly outpaced yeah. me right away yeah. there was no way i was ever going to catch up so i just stopped mm-hmm. um Star Star Wars. 
Okay, so Doctor Who I gave up on completely. So I didn't watch it. I watched it as a kid with my dad in the 80s with the guy with the long scarf. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then I don't know what happened. Like we, He stopped watching it, so I stopped watching it. Okay. Um, and then 20 years went by, and it came back, and there was buzz about it, and people were talking about it. And I think by the time I decided, well, I need to check this out, it was like David Tennant was the 10th Doctor. Mm-hmm. And then I just happened to start watching it I must have seen commercials for it, and it was the the season premiere of the Eleventh Doctor, mm-hmm. Matt Smith, and who I really enjoyed okay. watching as the Doctor, and of course Amy Pond. I mean, who doesn't like Amy Pond? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I watched that whole three or four seasons with Matt Smith as the Eleventh Doctor, and then I tried to keep watching it with Peter Capaldi, and I just it was like, uh, okay, I I'm, I was a Matt Smith. 11th mm. doctor fan not a doctor who fan gotcha. and i just stopped and i haven't gotcha. gone back to it mm. um star trek i'm i'm planning to quit star trek i will watch you're, the, you're planning to i'm planning plan to this? i will you really plan to give up on i will be, ahead of time don't i will you? be <laughs> gonna cut that out uh, uh i will begrudgingly watch season three of picard the final season so yeah, that i can you have to right because I'm a Next Generation fan, right. and that's going to be the last thing with Next Generation, right? We'll see. Oh, God. Even though they're bringing back Weasley Crusher. Is he going to be in season three? Or he was he, at he, the he, end he, of season two. Yeah, but he, it was just a cameo. Don't you think that's kind of done now? Oh, God, I hope so. I bet it, I bet it was just a cameo. Oh, I hope that's all it was. Because like, I cannot do, stand Will like, Wheaton. We, like, we had to use this actress in this season, so we used her this way. What, how do we write off the character? It's like, well, Wheaton's around. <laughs> He's he's he's, he's, he's desperate he's, for he's, work. He's, he's down the hall filming ready room. Just have him walk over here and no, he can wear whatever he has on today. Just have this bring over. I mean, he just really he was he's just not getting he's not getting those Big Bang Theory checks anymore. He just wore whatever he had on yeah. that day that they were filming. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> you know, like he's from a time where they wore like the futuristic jumpsuits, but he's in like a a t shirt and jeans and like. No, I, I the universe to, is vast. It's like then you wore that T-shirt. You did. I liked I liked him in Stand by Me, and that's uh, it. As far as I'm concerned, he died in 1986. Yeah. Do you really think that's going to be the end of the TNG characters, though? Don't you? I mean, really, so we've already here's it. We've already said goodbye to TNG yeah. with all good things. We had a big goodbye. Then they kept making movies. And yep. we had we had uh, Nemesis, and we had another big goodbye at the end of Nemesis. Yep. Right. Now we have Picard. Yep. And they're all coming back in season three. Yep. And then, and then we're going to say goodbye again. How many times are we going to say goodbye before we're like... Three? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You're going you're gonna to leave a whale like Patrick Stewart on the beach? He's still, he's, okay, he's still alive. Yeah, but you okay? think he wants to keep doing it? He didn't want to do it in the first place. He took the job because he needed the money. He thought it was beneath him. Everybody, everybody still needs money. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It's not getting easier to make know. money out there. How many ways are you making money in your in your eighties and nineties, Mike? That's a good point. I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, he should be well invested at this point. He would, shouldn't need to work. One would hope so, but we don't we don't know that for a fact. But no, just all of the other Star Trek stuff mm-hmm. is either they you know I would have watched it like uh what is well, I never finished Voyager which irritates me oh really well because it ended in that age before streaming when it was readily available everywhere like now i could go back and finish watching it um but it's been so long like Mm -hmm. do i even care i never finished uh enterprise 
I've never, I never. You never got into it. I try. I tried Enterprise. I, I, I liked I, Enterprise. I've made attempts to get to go through all of Enterprise and all of DS Nine. I've never yeah. made it through either. Yeah, I never could watch DS Nine because they, they they just stayed in the same place. Yeah, it feels weird to me. It does. Yeah, Star Trek needs to be moving. Yeah, it well, doesn't I mean, need to be DS, squatting. DS Nine was by design a very different type of Star Trek, and there's a lot of people that love it. Oh, I know. They love they 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 love it. I'm just not one of them. No, I'm not one of them either. And I'm getting sick of any time like anytime anybody talks about something that's not DS Nine on like a Star Trek forum or Star Trek Reddit or Star Trek Twitter, someone has to jump in and they'd be like, "Why don't you love DS Nine?" <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it's like these loyalists out there that everybody must love Deep Space Nine. Hijacking the thread yeah. with their DS9 nonsense. I've been, I've been showing the Mrs. Um, TNG okay. lately. Yeah. She's really into it. She like wants to it's watch good. it. It's she good. We're, we're into season two now, so everybody looks the way they're supposed to look. Yeah. You know, we got out of season one. Um, I had to point out to her, like at the beginning of season two, I was like, like, they do the grand reveal shot at the beginning of the episode of the bridge, and you see like wharf in yellow with the metal sash instead of the the old fabric sash yeah and then it, it like it like majestically pans across riker's beard and then down, to, <laughs> down to wesley's new uniform you know what i mean and as she reacted to all of those she was like she was like is that a different sash oh he has a beard now yeah <laughs> get used to it it's not going away but we're into season two we have we're almost at measure of a man but not there yet all, so that's kind of where they, the beginning of the early part of season two. Yeah, she really likes it. She like wants to watch it. Yeah, when we, that's sit, good. When we sit down to watch something. Um, she loves Data. Data. She laughs at everything Data does. Mm-hmm. Data's hilarious to her. And yeah, and she, she and we were watching. Um, we were watching some Star Wars last night. Uh, we were watching the animated Bad Batch show that's just come back recently. Um, and you don't have to care about it, but <laughs> but I remember her saying that she was like, I like Star Trek better. She's like, Star Trek is very hopeful. And this is like fighting all the time. But Star Trek <laughs> is like everybody's nice and everybody's Star Wars optimistic. is fighting all the Every, time. Yeah, yeah. But she's everybody's optimistic and everybody's and I was like, Yeah, it's like this part of Star Trek is, yes. Yeah. This is the optimistic Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's nice to each other part of Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> but she's really into it. Yeah. So So Picard and then you're done. And then I'm, I think I'm done. Okay. Um, okay. And then Star okay. Wars. Okay, well hang on. Yeah. Before we leave, have you seen any of Strange New Worlds? Give yourself one episode of Strange New Worlds before you decide to hang it up. Okay. Just one. All right. And if it doesn't hook you, then fine. Okay. All right. Well, if I if if I get Paramount Plus for some other reason, Yellowstone. Yeah. Prequels. There's the Yellowstone stuff, and there's, <laughs> and there's Strange New Worlds. And then I, I'm I'll, I'll yeah maybe I'll check out Strange New Worlds. But there you go. And while you have Paramount, go ahead and finish up Voyager. Is that where I find Voyager? Yeah, it's like all the, all Star Trek is on Paramount. Oh, okay. Yeah, duh. It's all there. Oh. And then Star Wars, I'm not ready to give up on yet, mm-hmm. but you know the decline started with the Last Jedi, and Obi Wan Kenobi mm-hmm. has made me seriously doubt my commitment to Sparkle Motion. Mm, I see. That was just not up to the level that it should have been. I got gotcha. you. So have you seen Mandalorian? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and that's what Mandalorian. There's some, there's some good stuff. The Favreau Filoni. Yeah thing is going to keep me watching whatever they're involved in they just need to be involved in more i have not seen any of andor because the stuff they're not involved in sucks yeah i tried watching andor they showed the first episode yeah with commercials on abc Mm because disney owns it right and i fell asleep oh really yeah no it seemed like nobody was talking about andor 
but I've had people tell me since it like wrapped up and all the episodes are there now, I've had people tell me like it gets better. It gets way better. Yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I've heard too. So, so I will get Disney plus to watch Mando season three. Whenever that comes out, do we know sometime this year, this year with, I think think there's another trailer out recently this week. Okay. So maybe soon, sooner rather than later. The wife loves baby Yoda. Yeah. She's, she has a baby Yoda bobblehead that sits (laughs) on her car dash. And the way the head bobbles when you drive, it's like that Indian head shake thing. So it's like she drives down the road. Everywhere she goes, Baby Yoda's just Indian head shaking at her the whole time. That's funny. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I've been driving her car some this past week. I've noticed it. But yeah. No, I get that. There's like, there's a lot of, like, there's, I've had to kind of accept that, like, between Marvel and Star Trek and Star Wars and, and really wrestling, too, is like, I'm I'm probably no longer at a place in my life where I'm going to see everything. Yep. That's probably just how it is now. Well, Star Trek or Star Wars has all those animated shows mm-hmm. that I hear are very good. Yeah. But I can't watch them because I have to f- do that on my own time because Allison won't watch anything animated. Hmm. Let's get her up here. Let's talk about this. Let's get- <laughs> Let's solve this problem right now. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You don't want to go there. You're not going to be solving anything. Uh, well, but I'll leave you with the fallout and I'll go on home. So I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You'll be fine. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, what else do you got over there? Uh, indie wrestling, independent wrestling, independent wrestling. Oh, man. I used to be so into like way more. Into, I would I would go to live shows around town. all the time. Oh, OK. Yeah, I'm, sure. You know, and where we're talking about there, we're talking about um, independent, like not big enough companies that they're signing people to full time contracts. Yeah. It's generally local stuff or very, very small stuff. And especially on the internet, there's like independent companies that like develop a buzz, you know, or guys that work a lot of indies and, and generate a buzz. And it's just like, I haven't been, I've been, I've barely been to any live shows since COVID started. Like a lot of them went away and they started to come back and I went to one or two and I just think I'm not that into it anymore. I th- so there, again, and there's, and there's more, there's more like, there's way more wrestling on television now. Yeah. There's like, there's more competitors now. There's more, way more of the attention is at the top of the ladder. Whereas for a lot of the like 20, 2010, like late two thousands and part of the 2010s um, into the end of the 2010s, it was like the cool wrestling was the stuff that's not on national television. That's where the okay. cool stuff is. You got to go find it, but yeah. it's really cool. You either got to go find it online or you got to go find it around your town you know, and it got to where the indie scene was like really strong. And there were guys making full-time livings, just working these independents. And it, and it was, you know, in, in developing a father and becoming stars just independently. It's very cool. It seems like a lot of that went away with COVID and has never really come back. So again, something you were really into, mm-hmm. circumstances outside of your control prevented you from participating. I guess so. Yeah. And you went back to it after yeah. a time and it's not the same anymore. Yeah, and and I think that and I think this stuff is cyclical too. I think that there's been a lot of bigger companies snapping up talent in the last three to five years, and so there's less of like a lot of cool stuff at at the at the lower levels because there's been so much talent snapped up to the higher levels. But I think this stuff, like I think it well, they had to go somewhere because they couldn't perform locally in person. Well, that and there's just there's a lot of money that came into the business to like snatch talent up because people they're as competition increases people the the resource in wrestling is wrestlers right so if there's more competition then you got to compete for talent you start snapping talent up so that other people don't get them yeah and then there's less of an independent scene 
and I think that stuff repopulates over time. It's just you know, gonna it's gonna take a while for it to come I back. Guess, I guess so. And, but are and you gonna be interested in checking it out again, or maybe do you think if, it's maybe over? Maybe if I get you know, if what's happening at the top of the ladder isn't holding my attention anymore, you know, and there's a lot of that going on, so there's a lot of people talking about what's going on at the lower end of the ladder, and maybe then. But like, it's just not something I've been thinking about a lot about lately. Or if I, I really, you know, I I used to I there was a period in my life, um, like really when I was single too. Where every weekend I would get in the car and drive to some small town in Georgia to see a wrestling show. Yeah. And I and and I got to know other people that did that. So I'd go to these shows and know people and say hello and everything and would they would the shows happen to be located next to a flea market where you were buying uh used video game purchases? I, I, I once I once <laughs> did drove, you combine trips? I once drove two hours um to see a wrestling show in a livestock pavilion with a dirt floor. Nice. At the and rodeo. It at a, yeah, it was at a small small rodeo, small livestock pavilion. I mean, small not it wasn't big enough for a rodeo. It was literally really? just big enough for someone to walk a cow out there and people bit on it. That's all it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from watching Yellowstone, I know yeah, which I know yeah. which which building and, you're talking uh, about. Yeah, and even smaller than what you saw on that show. It's yeah, very yeah. small. Very out in the middle of nowhere. It had a dirt floor and I brought uh I had specially gone out to that second and Charles store that I mentioned earlier <laughs> and bought a bag full of old Legos because advertised for that show with the dirt floor. It was a fans bring the weapons match <laughs> bag of Legos. So I brought a bag of Legos like swinging it around and hitting somebody no, with the no, bag full of Legos. You, you know, you dump the Legos out on the ring. Oh, oh, even better. So in in hardcore, so in wrestling, you know how much that hurts to, to step on one Lego I know. Well, on the in, floor in wrestling in a barefoot in wrestling. One a very extreme. Honestly, it's been a little watered down over the years, but something that's still pretty extreme is thumbtacks. <laughs> you dump a bag of thumbtacks out of the ring and then throw people onto them, and then they sit up and they're oh, and they're you know and they're. They're in horrible pain, and the camera zooms in. You see this tax sticking out of their back, uh-huh. and little pinpoints of blood, and all that. And tax, tax is a big thing. Well, at crappy indie shows, it turned into Legos for a while. People <laughs> would just bring Legos, <laughs> and I was the only guy that brought a sack of Legos. So we combined them into one oh, giant sack of Legos. Nice. And I remember the guy that was going to be in the in the fans bring the web. He was this giant guy named Iceberg. And he was walking around, and I went up to him, and I showed him. I was like, guess what we brought tonight? And I opened up this bag, and he looked, as I saw the Legos. And I remember, he, he looked at him, and he looked at me. He went like, good God. <laughs> <laughs> he just walked away. He walked away shaking his head, because he knew he was going to have to fall on those Legos that night. <laughs> oh, man. I, the other, there's another time I went to a fan's bring the weapons. I'm like, God, talk about the story. It's kind of makes me want to go to some of these shows now. And I'm actually talking about it. But there was another fans bring the weapons match that was closer to home, and I brought three things. I, I went to Goodwill and walked around until I saw something I wanted to bring. One was a cheese grater. <laughs> the other was a pogo stick. What would they have used? The che- would they have really graded somebody? Well, I mean, you gimmick it. You know, I, I, they I would have pretended I, I, I would to. grab your hair and I'd hold it up against your forehead and, you know, and jiggle it back and forth and you would freak out. And what, the other was a pogo stick. Uh, that some guy that hopped on the pogo stick into the corner and dropped an elbow. <laughs> and the other thing I brought, um, I, I found a plastic fruit tree, like a, like a plat. It had it was like a little plastic plant in a pot. Okay. With, with faux oh, soil oh, in oh, the pot okay. And a little plastic, you know, stick sticking out with like little plastic apples hanging off of it. Okay. 
for it was decorative. Yeah. But so, and I remember in that match, people brought one guy brought a Sega Genesis with a controller plugged in, that, <laughs> and a cartridge sticking out of it that they used in the ring, and uh, one guy brought a baseball bat wrapped in Christmas lights and all this stuff. <laughs> but my fruit tree, I put it up in, I put it up on the apron in the corner. <laughs> and these guys in the match, they saw it, and I could tell they decided like, that's our finish. The fruit tree is the big finish. Really? So they left the little fruit tree in the corner of the whole match. Nice. Until people started chanting fruit, fruit tree, tree, fruit, fruit tree. tree. <laughs> and the big finish was cracking one guy over the head with the fruit tree and the plastic And all the plastic apples. Flew apples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a blast. Man. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's um it, it, kind of like what you're talking about with your free time. Like I don't know if I I don't really have the free weekends to go to things like that anymore. And yeah. I tend not to find out when they're happening. It tends not to pop up in my time. Like I the algorithm has figured out. I'm not going to these shows anymore. And, <laughs> you know, I kind of miss it, but I, I also found the last couple of times I went, it wasn't like it used to be either. Yeah. You know, so maybe that'll change, but, um, you know, I, I took, when they first started happening again, I took, I took, uh, I took my, my wife who was still my girlfriend at the time. I believe I was like, I was like, you don't have to love this. I just want to show it to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to be going to these. I just want you to see it. And, and that's all. Cause you understand this part of my life. She's like, okay. And I took her. We left halfway through. Yeah. We got halfway through the show. And I was like, we can go on home now. I think you get the gist. <laughs> and I'm kind of not into this card. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see if that ever comes back, but maybe it won't. Yeah. But it could. It could. And if not, it'll get replaced with something else. Yeah. We're we're nerdy people. We we tend to. There's nothing wrong with. We tend to have passion and energy to direct different things at different times. Yeah, just just because you were into it for ten years doesn't yeah. mean you have to keep doing it. That's true. That's the sunk cost fallacy. The what? The sunk cost fallacy. Sunk cost. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh, I've spent so much time right. on this particular I hobby. Keep, I have yeah. to keep doing it. Yeah. I tend to ask myself sometimes, like I still play World of Warcraft. And and honestly, the last the last year, so I, I played a lot of it because it's like I work so much, and I have other obligations, and it's like, in the free time I do have, it's like I, I can just sit there, and I know I like it, and I know I can. It'll I can, that's the thing that you've it'll been doing. Just, it's it's what will fit in. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and I've been doing that, and I, I, I ask myself at times like, am I still playing this because I like it, or is it the sunk cost fallacy? Right. And so far, it's like no, I think I still like it. Still I think like I still, it. Yeah. yeah, I do. But I think you have to run your hobbies through that filter sometimes. I think you do. Of like, and you probably, you know, there's probably friendships and relationships you got to run through that filter sometimes too. It's like, <laughs> why am I still putting up with this guy? Yeah, you know, it's just because we've been friends forever, and I, you know what I mean. It's, you know, and then you wonder maybe if there's friends that don't talk to you anymore, it's because it's because you were their sunk cost fallacy. Right. And they realize like just because I've been friends with this. <laughs> <laughs> this jerk for like a decade doesn't mean I have to keep talking to him. And then you're like, whatever happened to so-and-so? <laughs> yeah, I think I may have been on the receiving end of that recently. <laughs> <laughs> not so recent anymore, right? No, I guess not. A minute. Yeah. 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 Different chair here now. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Does that yeah. about do it? I think so. Let's call it an episode. We did good. Awesome. So, Mike. Michael. Michael. Do you want to ask me anything about the end of the episode? Uh, what about the end of the episode? I don't know. Something you might usually ask me at the end of the episode. What that might be. Mike, let me think for a second. Okay. Let me think if there's anything we haven't covered. And, that, and, mm. and, and the only thing that I can think of yes. that we may not have covered yet. Yeah. What's that? Is Mike 
Yes, Michael. Where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us at nerdburgershow.com. At nerdburgershow on the Twitters. And what's our email address? Nerdburgershow at gmail.com. Atta boy. There we go. Yeah. Oh, and also. Let, let Google know what's going on. And also. Don't forget to check out the Nuremberger 10th anniversary special. Hey. 10th anniversary episode coming up in eight or nine weeks. I lost count again. Seven weeks from today? Maybe then? seven. Seven episodes from now? Um, fine, you're going to make me look at the calendar. Now, now, listeners, you may ask, seven episodes from now will be episode 522. Why is that the 10th anniversary? And the answer to that, Mike, would be... Leap weeks. Leap weeks. There's been two leap weeks in the time that this show has been running. Uh, meaning... That it has been 522 weeks over the last 10 years of the show. That's right. Almost almost two leap weeks. But God we're, forbid. We're going to round up. We forget about the leap weeks. Don't forget to listen to the 10th anniversary episode. March 22nd is when it will post. And um, there's... I, I, yeah, I did it in, in hey. before the music ran out. Hey. Hey. And, and I uh, will see you back here for the big anniversary episode. Yes, you will. You'll be here along with some other people. Hey, a cavalcade of stars. That's right. (laughs) And a bustling Zoom room of hosts waiting to contribute. Will you be bringing the Legos or the fruit tree, Michael? Maybe the pogo stick. (laughs) Oh. For Um. you, I'll bring the cheese grater. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm from Wisconsin, and I'm going to grate myself some cheese. I love the idea that I I, I left that night with any of that crap I brought. (laughs) You did? No. Oh, you didn't? Nah, you leave it in the ring. Somebody else sweeps it up. I'm going to gather up the plastic apples off the fruit tree after the match. Mike, are you kidding me? I'm getting in the car going home. Fruit tree somebody else's problem at that point. I wonder whatever happened to those apples. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Still not the wildest match I watched in that room. No? No, the wildest one, the guy started puking in the ring. He, he, like, for real? He, he, for, for dead serious. He like had the flu. He didn't feel good. Oh, whatever. he had the flu. Something he was trying to wrestle through it, and uh, and in the I don't know if he had food poisoning or what, but in the middle of that, he just started puking. Got all pale and, and sweaty. Then kept trying to wrestle and kept puking, <laughs> kept bending over and pu- he puked like six, seven times in all the, ring. the ring. And then at the or end, over the ropes, out of the ring. And it turns out the booking for this match was at the end. Where was t- the puke? All over the ring. <laughs> so it they were wrestling in the, the puke. Mat. They were desperately trying, trying to, to avoid, avoid it, it, but it was everywhere. <laughs> And and the the booking for this match turns out at the end was that there's this tag team that was supposed to like run into the ring and beat somebody down. Yeah. So as as we see them come running out, we all realize like oh because we like these guys they're, they're one of our favorite, they were a fan favorite. Everybody's yelling at him like don't step in the puke. There's puke in the ring. Don't slide into the puke. <laughs> and you see them jump in the ring and look around and start <laughs> stepping around it and their eyes go like what is happening out here. Just like six, seven little puddles of puke all over the ring. And then that guy at the next show just tried to come out like nothing happened. And we're all, as he's coming out, we're all, we're all standing there in the ring like, he's gonna puke. And one time, he, one time I remember he looked at me and he yelled at me. He was like, I didn't feel good that day, man. And how long did you, uh, did you torture this poor guy with uh, the every time puke we sounds? Saw, every time we saw him. Every time. Like, that's got to become part of your gimmick at that point. You just can't <laughs> pretend yet that didn't happen <laughs> last month. <laughs> I remember talking to the ref after the match he got out of the ring. He was like, I ain't never seen nothing like that. <laughs> Pukamania. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
I didn't. I didn't sweep that up after the after the match. Well, either. no. Why would you? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we need gmail dot com. Everybody. That gmail. Nerdburger show at gmail dot com. Dot com. <laughs> Join us next week on Nurburger when I think Matthew's here. Hey, no Matthew. Idea. No idea anymore. I closed the calendar app. So it might be a mystery. 515 episodes. It might be Matthew. We're still just slapping this thing together. Production quality? What production quality? Na 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 na